0: back to At The Buzzer. I'm Tyler Fertel alongside my co-hosts, Andrew Lubliner, Campbell Klein, and Dean McCollum. And today we have a very, very special episode. We are lucky and excited to be joined by Los Angeles Chargers defensive tackle and NC State alum, Justin Jones. Justin, we really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. So um, let's get started. Um, I'll start with the first question here. So, uh, what, growing up, uh, was your dream to always play college football and end up in the NFL? And if not, did you have any other goals or dreams?
1: Uh, originally, I, I just wanted to get out of my neighborhood, really. So, however that happened, you know, for me, that's how I was going. That's what I was going to do. But it just so happened, you know, football brought me to, you know, NC State, brought me to the league. It took me a long way. So, obviously, you know, just stick it out, see how far it take you.
2: All right. So here's a. Uh, college football question for you, Justin, what, okay. made you, what made you choose NC State over other colleges you got offers from? And how did your teammates there, including some of them who play in the NFL, such as Bradley Chubb, Jacoby Brissett, Jalen Samuels, Naeem Hines, et cetera, help you prepare for the NFL?
1: Well, a lot of people don't know, you know, I grew up with Chubb. So, you know, we had a lot of the same offers, you know, coming out of high school. So, you know, when the college come see me, they'll go right to see him and vice versa. So, we took a lot of the same visits, and, you know, us growing up together, it just made sense to go to college together. You know, we were initially going to go to Mississippi State, but we realized that it was two hours from the airport and nobody really wanted to drive that far, you know, to, to catch a flight. So, you know, Riley was the next, you know, was the next option. His brother went the way forward, so that was cool. It had a lot of family out there in North Carolina as well. So it worked out perfect. It ended up being the best decision we ever made.
3: Uh, Hey, Justin, like uh, Tyler said, thank you for your time. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem, no problem.
3: And uh, I just wanted to ask you a question about uh, the NFL draft and just what was that experience like for you and what were you feeling when the Chargers selected you in the third round?
1: Uh, It was a dream come true, to be honest. And uh, honestly, I wasn't even expecting to go to the Chargers. And when they called me, I was actually in the shower. It was so weird. Like, I didn't even think I was going on the second day. But I, I ended up going. And... I'm glad I picked the call. I'm glad I didn't miss it because they could have picked somebody else <laughs> for real. Yeah,
4: yeah, it sounds like a pretty cool draft story, Justin. Um, I have another question related uh, to the draft. Thank you again for coming on here. Um, oh,
2: so, sure.
4: uh, there was big news this year that there will be no uh, combine for the draft. Um, right. and I just want to just ask you about your combine experience because. Uh, being someone that watches a ton of college football, I always like seeing the players that I watch, uh, you know, test out those drills and their skills in the combine. And do you right. think uh, it's a big disadvantage for you know players that are really trying to make a name for themselves and get drafted this year, uh, with there being no combine?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually got a brother, you know, who's doing uh, who's doing the NFL combine. He's uh he's actually played for the University of Cincinnati. And uh the combine is actually a place where he's supposed to showcase his abilities, you know, obviously being uh, a lower, a lower rated prospect, you know, it's an opportunity for you to showcase your abilities, obviously, you know, with the bowl games and at the combine, but now that they canceled that it's kind of like, dang, you know, how is I gonna get my get my uh show my showcase my abilities? But the way they're putting together these pro days now, you know, they're gonna have a lot of scouts at the pro days, so that, that'll be a, a good chance for you know him to showcase his abilities and everything. And as for me, you know, on the outside looking in. I just know that you know at my pro day that was probably one of the biggest times I've ever seen. You know we had like a hundred scouts there, crazy. Never, never seen them before. You feel me? So understanding that there's no combine, I assume that they're gonna have you know a hundred scouts there as well. You know at Cincinnati, they have they had a good team this year. Obviously they won the championship in their division, so that's obviously yeah. Big props to them. So you know I'm, I'm I'm excited to see the turnout. And
0: kind of relating to that, there um. As there's no combine this year for senior athletes, for college athletes, uh, seniors specifically, the senior bowl was really important for a lot of players, like uh, Andrew mm-hmm. said, that were trying to make their name for their, uh, a name for themselves. And uh, you played in the senior bowl, both as a high schooler and as a college player. Um, right. What what were those experiences like for you?
1: Well, in both situations, I was uh, underrated, an underrated prospect in both situations. And uh being able to go out there and make plays and showcase your abilities, it, it, it moved me up not only from high in high school to college, it moved, it moved me up the draft board as well. Because coming out, I was probably like a a fifth round draft pick, sixth round draft pick. So going to the Senior Bowl and having the opportunity to showcase my abilities against, you know, the first round or the second round that they picked to go, you know, before me, and being able to come out with the MVP of that little that little you know event in both cases, you feel me? That just that just speaks, you know, and, and shows that you know just having opportunity goes a long way. So.
2: Um, uh, I know this is sort of a bland question, uh, and I bet you have many of these uh, favorite moments, but what is your favorite slash most notable NFL moment?
1: Uh, I think my favorite moment was probably, well, I got two. I got two. Both of them were night games. It was my rookie year. We were playing Pittsburgh, and we went into the halftime. It's night game. Mind you, we're in Steel City. They got all the other... Yellow- Yellow flag flying around and everything, and we're are the away team, so obviously we're getting a, a bunch of fools, and they're beating us by 21 points by halftime, right? But just the feeling going from the bench to the to the locker room, and just knowing that you know we got this game, like we're not even, we're not about to lose this one. So we're going out going into halftime, and we come out, and I just know that defense was going crazy. Stop at the stop at the stop at the sack after hit after incomplete, like it was crazy. Came back, uh, 17 points. End of the game with a dub, like that was probably one of the best, one of the best games we played as a defense together as a team, really. Funnest time for me, because I've never been to, you know what I'm saying, to, I've never been to Pittsburgh and played in their stadium other than playing Pitt. So being there in that atmosphere was just new to me, and I was just happy to be there. Now my next one was probably also my rookie year on my, uh, the Ravens game, when I got my first start and my first sack. Crazy, right? Crazy, how about that? So, and we got our first uh, playoff win. You know what I'm saying? First year coming out, the first start, getting a playoff win—it just seemed like everything was going right at that moment. Like, yeah, it's like everything was going right. So I was just, yeah, man, crazy.
0: Yeah, I remember that game. I'm a huge Charger fan, so I was also I was going crazy when uh, we won that game. And uh, I remember, I remember that your sack on Lamar Jackson. That, I watched it recently. I rewatched it, and I—it <laughs> you know, was, it was, it was, it was a great play.
1: It was appreciate, it was awesome. appreciate it.
3: Uh, Yeah, you literally stole my next question about that exact sack. So I'll move on to a different one. And uh, that's about this offseason. What do you want to improve on this offseason going into next season? And
1: uh, yeah. Well, every offseason, I kind of pick pick one or two things that, you know, I feel like will make the biggest difference in my game. And this year, I totally focus on, you know, uh, my core because, well, you know, your your core is – it helps you move, obviously, helps you make strong tackles, helps you make, you know, those, those those sharp turns. Your core is basically the centerpiece for your whole body. You feel me? And without a strong core, you can't do anything at all, really. You feel me? You probably walk around like a like a noodle, literally. But yes, yeah, so that, that was one of the uh, biggest things for me. And uh top in the top end turn of the pass rush, you know, when you get to the top of the rush, you start working at that that, that that second move, third move, working on that. So those, those two things I'm going to focus on this offseason. To the best of my abilities, obviously, you know, with the with the with the current climate of today's you know world, you know, where we're at so trying to navigate that as well as get what I have to do done. So that's the plan.
4: Yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds like got a good plan going into next season. Um, I have just uh, another question about uh, going up against some some of the best players that you know, just NFL players uh, that you've had to tackle. So, do you have like one? particular guy that you've either tried to tackle or you have tackled uh, that you think was the toughest to tackle and is there someone that uh you're looking forward to trying to get a sack on them this upcoming season
1: well this upcoming season I'm trying to sack everybody to be honest but but uh I think the, the strongest person I ever met in the whole was it's probably a tie from Kareem Hunt my rookie year to Frank Gore this past year now Frank if anybody's seen Frank Gore Frank Gore is literally probably like Five, eight, 200 pounds at most, two twenty five at most, and but he runs so low to the ground and so hard. Like if he if he hits you, he'll unbuckle your chance trap every time. Every time, because yeah, it's pretty amazing
4: how old he is and what he does.
1: Yeah, but you you would think he just got in the league what he plays though. So kudos to him, for sure. Um and yeah, uh relating uh to the Chargers
0: once again, um. Obviously, the Chargers. This is kind of two questions in one, but Chargers kind of reset their coaching staff this past season. Uh, brought in a new defensive-minded head coach in Brandon Staley. Um, mm-hmm. What are you most excited for, uh, Mr. Staley? And also, uh, the the Chargers added Linville Joseph last season for this up uh, mm-hmm. this season and next season. Um, how did he? How did he help you improve this season? What um What are you looking forward to? Hit uh, to kind of just you him helping you with just keep
1: improving over the next couple of seasons? Well, me and me and LJ got a good relationship on and off the field. And that, that's the number one thing. You know, we, we talk outside of football about a lot of different things. We talk about football a lot of the time. And, you know, me just just picking his brain. And obviously, we're two different players. You know, he he's huge. Like he's a mountain of a man. You feel me? So the way he plays the game is totally different than I, the way I play the game. But what we do is we try to collab on certain things to elevate both of our games. Like, obviously, you know, if you know I'm a vertical player up the field and you're more of a strong hold the point you know what i'm saying get off the block make the play type of guy we can work with that together you feel me because certain things that i'll be able to do that in previous years i wouldn't be able to have done you feel me knowing that he's next to me there so that's one of the biggest things as for you know having our new coach he's a i like him a lot He, he he his scheme is Giving everybody one on one, it gives everybody the opportunity to to make plays, and it gives everybody the opportunity to have fun and really go out here and showcase their abilities. Where in previous years, you know, we're more so role players, you know, for obviously our star players, which is nothing wrong with that. You know, this game wins in a lot of different games. You feel me? So, but it's it's good to have the it's good to have the the change. It's good to it's good to have a um, that refreshing feeling about playing in a new defense, knowing that you'll 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 be able to you'll be able to make some new plays, some good plays with that. So.
2: All right Justin so uh you have 8 career uh 8 total career quarterback hits uh who is your favorite quarterback you've hit and what quarterback would you like to sack uh, in the next year or in the coming future and
1: why Well that's kind of like I said that's kind of a hard question cuz in, in the future I want to sack everybody you feel me but you know I think I think instead of saying who's my favorite I'll say the hardest to hit was probably Ben Roethlisberger. why because he's so heavy and he's hard to bring down you feel me? So one one hand is it gonna do it? Where in most cases if you grab a quarterback with one hand, he's not going anywhere, for real, for real. But Ben Roethlisberger, he might as well be at the end too. So you know he, he's probably one of the toughest guys to bring down.
3: Uh, and a little more just life related. I take it you're a big gamer from uh, your Twitch channel. You uh, right here.
0: Off.
3: Oh wow, He got the whole <laughs> setup. Really? Um, so what's your favorite game to play? And uh, I'm not sure if you play Madden, but what's it like to see yourself in that game? And if you do play, what's it like to play with yourself? In well, that
1: game? well, when I did play, I played Madden heavy my first year in the league because it was just so surreal to be on a video game that everybody plays. And obviously everybody can see that you're on there. They did. My my character looks nothing like me. Let's start there. You feel me? And they played me on the speed and the weight because I'm not even 320 anymore. You know what I'm saying? like, I, I've never even been 320, but... It was just cool to be on the game, but um, now I play a lot of Call of Duty, uh, a lot of 2K. But I feel like they broke both games recently. Like 2K, if you if you heard anything about the 2K world, like they they broke that game so bad. Like everybody can do anything. Like everybody's LeBron James, and nobody wants to play a game where everybody can do everything. Like that's like it defeats the purpose of playing basketball. Like, but I've been playing Call of Duty. I've been getting really good at that. <clears throat> I've been taking a little break right now. You know, to focus on my family and obviously my businesses and everything. But when I get some more time, I'll hop back on and start streaming again, and that'll be good for everybody. But yeah, Call of Duty is probably one of my favorite games I'm playing right now.
0: Uh I saw you. I saw the Chargers in like social media. Um, the two K tournament. That was that was a fun thing to watch. It was just all the players. Playing oh
1: games. man. Yeah, I played. I played against. Uh, I played against Kazir White, and uh, it was it was a pretty pretty cool game. Pretty cool game, you know. But uh, I feel like I feel like the. Uh, the venue that we were playing and played a role in the outcome of the game. So if we were to change the venue, and it changed change the outcome of the game for sure. So that, that's just my opinion.
4: Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely uh, going to make sure to turn in uh, tune into your Twitch streams next time you start again.
1: <laughs> um,
4: but now I kind of more of just like a general overview question uh, for your team, the Chargers next year. Do you? I'm sure you have a ton of personal goals, as you said, to sack everybody and obviously just become a better player, I'm assuming. But what are your goals for the team? And as of right now, I know the draft, you're going to draft some more people and probably sign some people in free agency. But just looking at the team right now, where do you think you guys can end up uh, for next season?
1: I mean, a lot of our games we lost this year were within seven points. So if you take away, if you give us seven points or we take seven points off the board, we're easily, easily 10 and freaking 6, 10 and 6, feel me, 10 and 7, 11 and 5. Like, we're, 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 we're there, you feel me? But there's always a couple of plays. There's always a miscommunication that, you know, we didn't have or just something. So the goal of this offseason as a team is just to just to be one unit. You feel me? Just everybody's just yeah. together. Everybody knows what everybody's doing. The defense know what the offense is going to do. The offense knows what the defense is going to do. And special teams just carries us the whole way. You feel me? Like, that's that's just that's just playing good football, you know, complimentary football, as we as we say. And uh yeah. so once we get better at that, I feel like the team will be taken to another level and people don't even, aren't even gonna know who the charge is gonna be next year. Like we're gonna be a whole different team. Like Yeah, because different-
4: on paper, you, your guys' roster is stacked. Uh so oh, yeah. I'm definitely excited to see you guys play.
1: Yeah, appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and also getting Derwin James back too from that season at the injury. I mean, per- I'm I'm preparing to watch that defense be your defense be lethal next year. Is this,
1: oh, yeah, for this. sure, man. From 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 Derwin James to Ray Jenkins to Mikey to freaking Kenneth Murray to having Drew Trankle back. You feel me? LJ, Joey. You know, if we get Melvin, that'd be great. But if not, you know, we'll have Jerry on the other side. Like, we got a lot of guys on defense. We have a lot of guys on offense. Freaking Justin Herbert, hell of a quarterback. Like, think about his first year, you know, a lot so – People like people talk about guys in the league and they talk about, you know, going from your first year, second year is probably the biggest jump you'll make because the speed of game slows down for you. So if you got a guy who's already making plays like that and is his first year in the league, imagine what he'll do in the second year and how, how explosive he'll be, how comfortable he'll be in the scheme. Because at, at the beginning of the year, he was kind of just thrown in there. You guys remember that. You feel me? So now he has a whole year to, to, to settle in and, and get his mind right. Yeah, he, he's going to be dangerous.
0: The fact that he came in, he knew that he was coming in the game like 10 seconds before and then putting on a show against the Chiefs, although you did lose that game. I mean, just the, a lot of the like you said, a lot of the games past season were close. So yeah. definitely, definitely can get over the hump next year. And uh, talking about kind of you improving, you just talked about how uh, Justin Herbert has improved. But um, mm-hmm. this past year, your third year in the league was your best year in the league, at least stats wise. Um how do you think? Uh, do you con- think you continue? You can continue to improve the next coming years. And what do you kind of? What are your main kind of skills that you want to work on in the off season and kind of just going forward?
1: Well, in every every off you want to push your body to see how far it can go. You feel me? You always want to know, like, without injuring yourself, without hurting yourself, you want to push your body to see how far you can go, how flexible you can be, how strong you can get, how fast you can be. You feel me? So when when it all comes, when it comes down to football, it all translates to the game and what happens is last year i studied my i studied my my tail off you feel me going into that that off season, and i just i just felt like i got better mentally so when it came time for the game like everything was moving slow for me everything was moving slow i saw things faster than i normally would you feel me i was reacting to things faster than i normally would and it was just playing it was just happening in my favor you feel me like so just like I said, just taking that time and, and studying the playbook and understanding my role to the fullest kind of helped me take that next step. And obviously, you know, going into this year, once we start OTAs and everything, learning our playbook, I, I'll take the same approach. Take my time and go through everything and, and, and see where I fit in and how I can help the defense. That's the biggest thing. How can you help the defense? You feel me? So.
2: Justin, uh, is there any meaning behind you having the number 93 as your number? And also uh you changed from number 91 to 93 after your rookie season. Is there also any meaning behind that?
1: Well, when I was uh in when I was in high school, one of my favorite players to watch was uh Gerald McCoy. So when I got the opportunity to go to college, you know, I chose to get 93 because I never had an actual D-line number in the history, like since I played football. Like I never actually had one. You feel me? So once I got to NC State, I grabbed 93 and then uh, played a couple years with that. And then I went to my head coach, my junior, and I was like, well, shoot, what's the lowest number you're going to give me? or well, you have available? And he said, you know, I got I got like 13, I got 17, I got 21, 27. And I was like, damn, I ain't never seen anybody wear 27. So I threw that one on, and I've been wearing that for the last two years. And when I got to college, 93 was – when I got the uh, the NFL, 93 was taken by uh, Darius Fallon. So I grabbed 91. And I played with that. But then he ended up uh, leaving to go to Arizona and 93 was open. So I said, it's my time to grab that. But not only do I have it, my uh, like I said, my brother in Cincinnati, he played with 93 as well. You feel me? So that's kind of cool. Literally, you know, watching him, watching him grow up and becoming who he is. And I was taking my number because I wore it. It's a great feeling. So.
3: Uh, I know this was a long time ago, but uh, a question about like the difference between college and NFL football. Was there any like difference between the game's atmospheres, or just like the work schedule that was like surprising to you that you didn't expect when you uh, moved to the NFL?
1: Well, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I felt like college fans are like real legit fans. You feel know I me? Mean? At times, because I know at like at NC State. like actually just a real powerhouse until like, you know, our D line came through there, but our fans always supported us. They, they always packed up the stadium, regardless of our record. They always made it up, made it a a tough situation for teams to come in and play, you know, in Raleigh. So that was one of the beautiful things of playing in Raleigh because our stadium was so, it was so, it was so intimate. You know what I'm saying? The fans, the fans were really, really close to the, to the, uh, to the bench, which made it, made it really, really cool. Especially at night, whereas in a league, you know, we, I don't know, my first couple of years in the league, like I walk into the stadium and we'll see if we're playing the Broncos, I'll see a, 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 a freaking sea of orange in our stadium or if we're playing the, the Pittsburgh. I'll see a sea of yellow. Like I don't see any Chargers fans out there. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird, you know, adjusting to that, but you know, I feel like with this new stadium, we'll have, we'll have a lot more Chargers fans, especially with the new coaching staff and the scheme and everybody wants to see, you know, how Justin Herbert plays and how we play together and stuff like that. I, I think we're going to start packing off stadiums soon, especially when it's still letting everybody back in.
4: Yeah. Uh, me being in LA, I'm definitely going to see some chargers games. I'm very excited to, uh, especially just that, that new stadium is pretty. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, dope. Yeah. It's pretty insane. It's
1: dope. It's dope. Not going to lie to you. It is dope, but it's a little different when you're playing in front of nobody rather than you feel me. Yeah. Yeah. And your, your fans. So.
4: Yeah. I'm sure it's better playing against fans. Um, one thing that, uh, what well, uh, that I learned about you uh, was that uh, you're a baker uh, and that you bake cakes. So I just want to ask you, um, uh, what's your uh, favorite you kind of I cake baked that you bake? Yeah, I heard something about that.
1: Who, who said I bake cakes?
4: <laughs> the Chargers said that.
1: No, I, I think Justin Jackson might bake cakes. I don't know. I, I ain't no baker now.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, then maybe they're just lying.
1: But no, I, I, I definitely, I definitely eat some cake though. You know, my uh, my lady, she makes real good pecan cobbler and strawberry cakes with homemade strawberry icing, and all that good stuff. Stuff to make you, uh, make your heart stop. Yeah. Wow.
4: Also, I just have one more question about just your college uh, playing days. Um, okay. so you went to NC State, obviously. So you have a big rivalry with North Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to know, like. When you played in those games against UNC, did you think that that game was more important or did it like the atmosphere of that game and the intensity and the energy feel like a bigger game than just like a regular season game?
1: Uh, I'm not a North Carolina native, so that stuff had to grow on me. So it wasn't until, like my third or fourth year where I actually realized that we actually had a rivalry with these guys because uh, we go there, they beat us, we beat them back and forth. But like I said, I'm not a native, so I don't really understand the real rivalry. But uh, in my third and fourth year, I remember we were playing, we were were, uh, 2-0 against them. I I believe, we were one-on-one against them. And we were going into this game and I just remember like the warmups, like UNC guys in at the 50 and just looking at us and I'm just like, like, what the hell is wrong with y'all? You feel me? But then I see a bunch of North Carolina natives go out there as well. You know what I'm saying, and start and start talking to them as well, and it gets pretty heated, and then there ends up being like a kind of a fight in the pregame, low key. And I'm just like, down like they was really get heated about this, regardless of the record, they get really yeah. heated about it. But obviously, you know, you don't want to see anybody, you don't want to see your teammates getting get into any type of any type of scuffles or physical altercations with anybody. So obviously, you're stepping in, and obviously your temperature your tempers rise doing that. So starting the game, like it was time to go. Like you know, they they, they had something coming because you know, I, you disrespecting my brothers. So'm I'm, I'm more mad about that than a rivalry. you feel me yeah. so that's kind of, that's kind of the biggest thing.
0: Um, and yeah, adding to your experiences at NC State um, uh, you got offers from a lot of different schools around kind of uh, the country really and uh, what made you choose NC, you kind of touched on this a little before, but what made you choose NC State over uh, all the other colleges you got offers from?
1: Well if you look <clears throat> if you look at our uh, our roster at the time, coming in right we had Jalen mcclendon right tall quarterback very very mobile you feel me and uh we had Jalen samuel running a fullback coming out of uh mallet creek you feel me like i said another another good another good back we also had Chubb, we had me we had bj we had street all coming in together we had uh jermaine pratt coming in with us you feel me like we had a lot of guys coming in we also had uh we also had uh, receivers there as well. We also had receivers there as well. I feel like we had, uh, I feel like Brian Underwood. He was there. Um, <clears throat> we had Justin Burris. Justin Burris on the roster already. We had a lot of guys coming in. You feel me to, to turn to turn it around, and a lot of guys that are around the same age. So we knew that we were going to we we're going to be locked in for four years together, and we can build something special. But like I said, going there with my brothers, going there with my brother. And also having my family close by, like it kind of was the best of both worlds, you know, just being able to feel like you're at home without being at home. So that's that's kind of why I went there. And, um, yeah, we, we built something great there. We built something great there. I feel, I feel like telling and I both, you know, uh, bringing that competitive, that competitive toughness and that competitive lifestyle, you know, to NC State also lit a, lit a fire around everybody else. Because, you know, that's, that's something we, we grew up doing, like our whole lives. So just bringing it there it would just, just seemed right.
0: Um, and then I've I have one more question for you um really quickly. Obviously, uh you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes, um, mm-hmm. and also the Raiders and Broncos are also two pretty young teams. So uh this 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 division is looking to be competitive for the years to come. Um, what do you think what what do you kind of how do you think the Chargers can compete with the Chiefs and in the past couple of years, like for example, in that game where Justin Herbert started for the first time, it was a really close game. Uh they they beat you in overtime. But um, what do you think that the Chargers can maybe win this division this year and potentially be the front runner in it for the years to come?
1: Oh, for sure. Hands down. Hands down. You know, our our conference is based is, is based on one championship team and three dark horses. Literally. You feel me? Everybody has the ability to be number one. In in the in talk, I'm talking about in the NFL in our conference, every every one of them. So <clears throat> it's literally who's going to prepare, the, who's going to prepare the best, who's going to take the time and build that chemistry and build that camaraderie throughout the team. Who's going to take the time to make sure their team is is prepared and make sure their team is staying healthy throughout the season, throughout training camp, so that when it's time to compete, we can we can compete at the best of our capacity. Literally, that's all it is. Because a lot of times, teams go out there and. They're confused on certain things or, you know, they're 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 unclear on their assignment and their role in the defense. And that causes problems for the whole defense and the whole team, because if you don't understand what you're doing, then somebody else has to overcompensate. And if they have to overcompensate from your job, they can't do their job to the fullest. And it's like it's like a domino effect. So that's that's how the whole thing works.
0: If I'm correct, I think that is all the questions we have for today, Justin. We really, really, really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Uh, I look forward to watching you this upcoming season for the years to come. As a big Charger fan, okay. it's gonna be cool going to games and watching play. I, I've, i actually one more question. Uh what? I don't know if you defensive linemen do this, but do you have like a number that you want to set that you're set, like, how many sacks do you want to get this upcoming season? Like,
1: sure, I'm I'm going for seven plus. I write, write wrote it down. I wrote it down. It's in stone. I just gotta make it happen now. Seven plus.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much for being on once again. Um mm-hmm. bolt up, go chargers.
1: I appreciate you. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity.
0: Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank really you. appreciate no it, no problem. Thank
1: you. Yep.
0: Thank you so much for listening to at the Buzzer Podcast. We really appreciate Justin Jones coming onto the podcast once again. Um, go follow us at AT Buzzer Podcast on all your social media platforms, and you can listen to us on YouTube and wherever you find your podcast. So thank you once again and we will see you next time.